Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these days. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Welcome back to Just Go With It. Happy Friday, happy hour. It is a very chilly Friday for moi, for moi, if you're French. I am up in literal Canada. I call it Siberia, but we are up in Washington, we being me and my family. It's negative 11 degrees here, and I'm not exaggerating. It is actually negative 11. Check the weather. I'm in pain. It is a cool, chilly 60 here, Um, and I'm content with that. 50s at the nighttime, just enough to put on a warm jacket, a seasonal jacket. Just like Miss Congeniality, April 20th is my favorite day, my favorite date. All you need is a light jacket, that's what she says. Have you been mucking stalls? Have you ridden the horses? If anyone doesn't know, Abby is up in the middle of nowhere, Washington, and I'm in California, and I love riding horses, and I'm so jealous that she gets to live with them, and she never, ever, ever takes advantage of it, which is ridiculous. Well, if I'm being honest, it is too cold to ride the horses for their sake and ours. It would not be enjoyable in any way, shape, or form. But I did go out one morning and help my mom feed the horses and watch her do her morning routine, which was quite enlightening, let me tell you. We have different lives, aggressively different (laughs) lives. How horse whisperer Robert Redford of you. Yes, and I got to reacclimate myself with the burrows, with the donkeys on the, the property, as well as our two goats, which are named Ronnie and Beans, which I thought you'd find amusing. I thought it was Reagan. Ronnie as in Ronald Reagan, Ronnie for short. Oh, and Beans as in pork and beans? <laughs> beans as in cheaper by the dozen, except for that's not why he's named that. My mom just named him that. I was going to say for, oh, sorry, for anyone else who isn't aware, we went through a short phase where Abby had bought a cat off of Craigslist from a man named Steve or something like that. Um, Jason, Jason, sorry, a man named Jason. And he got delivered to us, the cat, not Jason, inside of a duffel bag in a Target parking lot. And we raised him and his name was Goose. He was orange. And now he lives on this Mm -hmm. farm and he frolics his little heart out because let's face it, him and Abby were not a good match for each other. The whole point of getting a cat is that they love you, they cuddle you, they show your affection, all that good stuff. And Goose could not have cared less that I was even alive and taking care of him. And he showed no love for me. And I don't vibe with that. And so he lives his life very happily on the farm, in the snow. He's frolicking around the barn. He's living a good life. And he has like five other cat friends on the farm. So good for him. He made friends. For anyone else who isn't hip to our happenings you don't follow our tiktok and instagram with an iron fist abby and i just got off a glorious sun drenched sun soaked splendor honeymoon together what even is that a quote from the sun drenched splendor is that call me by your name yeah the sun drenched splendor splendor of northern italy i think that might have been a review i think the description of the movie says that and now we reference it all the time everything is drenched in sun for us it's like a fun little jeopardy game where we try to figure out where our weird niche references are from we love LARPing, live action role play. Anywho, we came off a honeymoon that was sun drenched and full of splendor. It was so full of splendor, and 
I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you guys aren't reading one book aloud to your friends every time you hang out, you're doing it wrong. We had an hour-long wait to get into this speakeasy Christmas bar. (laughs) Immediately, we went back to the car, sat down. We were so excited. We're like, I can't wait to get farther into this book that we're reading because we're freaks, and it's so fun. We had we had a two hour wait, and as a designated reader, I couldn't stop chuckling. And honestly, if I was alone right now and I think hard enough about it, I could still chuckle um, about how the car lights were on so that we could see the book pages. Obviously, and people were walking past us going to bars and could see us reading in the car aloud to each other. Because we are just so obsessed with literature, we're just such scar- scholarly girls. That's what yeah. We are. We also encountered a band at a bar that was so bad when we walked in. Abby said, "Where's the karaoke sign up sheet?" <laughs> No, for real, I actually, it was laughable, and it made me upset that they were getting paid to do what they were doing. I'm like, they're getting paid? I, get me up there. I could do better. I'm going to hand this hot piece of ass a tambourine. Literally. Let me get up there. I'll make it a show. But <laughs> alas, there was no karaoke night. We also encountered several um, angels, if you will. Do you guys ever... <laughs> <laughs> this one's harder to explain, okay? I don't even know if I can explain it, really. Yeah. Okay. You know when you just encounter those characters in your friend group and they turn into folklore, but once in a while those characters go one step above and you say to yourself, "Is this a Christmas angel in a Hallmark movie?" We encountered a Christmas angel. That's the question you ask yourself. We encountered two. One was our fabulous owner of the studio that we rented out for a photo shoot named Vincent. Shout out to Vincent in San Diego. You guys will be so excited to see these photos when this content is edited and it comes out. We shot the most absolutely sickening cover art, and I cannot wait to share it. It's going to look so good in the new year. New year, new us, new podcast. Just kidding. Same podcast. New cover art, though, and it's going to look great. And now we have a TikTok, a robust TikTok page, which is linked uh, somewhere around here. So follow that because Vincent, the Christmas Hallmark angel, invited us back later to do a whole filming stuff. And when he, and he said, bring your friends, bring your loved ones. So we brought one of our best friends and we had a ball with Vincent talking about life, love and the pursuit of happiness. Come one, come all, two of every kind. He was so lovely. If he's listening to this, shout out to you, Vincent. We really appreciate all of your tips and tricks on life and love. A lot of your advice really stuck with us. We're going to carry that with us throughout our whole life. And this just goes to show, if you meet literally anyone in this world, the most random stranger of all time, if you are just open and friendly and have genuine conversation and connection with them, good things can happen really good things can happen and good things did happen we got like a free studio session out of it so hey so hey be nice uh give a smile give a smile um to the old chip off the block and good things might happen what else did we have this is really about (laughs) what other splendor did we have on our uh days together this was a nice surprise abby got here and we went to the most fabulous dive bar it depends on what kind of person you are, but I find them fabulous. The most fabulous. We walked in. There was karaoke. Everyone was, like, age-appropriate to us. They were singing Sugar, We're Going Down. And we thought, wow, did we did we crash on the way here and die and go to heaven? Because this yeah. is <laughs> this is what living is. I love when people really, really lean into karaoke. Like, this is their time to shine. This is their five minutes of fame. They really give it their all. And every single person was bringing the heat in this bar. They were bringing the energy. It was electric in there. Oh, that was your word of the weekend. This place is electric. (laughs) It was. The energy was unmatched. And then at another dive bar on the weekend, too. Don't forget, we met 
a drunk Santa, which also felt like a movie. A drunk, a local drunk Santa just in a Santa suit on a Sunday night or a Monday night, so random, just chilling at the bar. On a Monday night, he had his beard pulled down so he could drink his beer. Um, it was exactly the type of stuff people like us want to encounter. Also, when I picked up Abby from the airport, the energy was electric there, too. You know, the hustle and bustle, Christmas comings and goings, holiday shenanigans. And I see I see her standing there with her suitcase and a black jacket and a black baseball cap. And then she turned around and I realized that's a 19-year-old boy waiting for his mom to pick him up probably for, for college break. And then I, I call her and I say, Abby, I thought that was you. Um, and then I finally get her and we go to the lovely dive bar. When she gets in the car, I say, listen, we're home by 11 p.m. all right we have a long weekend ahead of us we got home at 1 30 close to two um so that was also that was also electric (laughs) it's always a good feeling when your friends tell you amidst picking you up from the airport that you thought a 19 year old boy was me why on earth would I be wearing a baseball cap and a hoodie no no because it wasn't a hoodie it was a bomber jacket and a black baseball cap and the stature was similar to LA like that Anywho, so that was lovely. And then another wonderful little thing was that I thought Abby was staying till Monday night. And then somewhere, somewhere in the in the weekend, somewhere in the weekend, I hear her say, No, Wednesday night. And I say, the hell? But you know what? We were on God's time. We were on borrowed time. (laughs) We were were on borrowed time. Um and isn't that all of us? The two angels. Also, shout out to Hope at the Coronado Diner. Um, <laughs> we were living on God's time, borrowed time. But isn't time with a long-distance best friend just that, borrowed? Isn't time with the ones you love the most, borrowed time? That's really cute, Ashley. Well, then what you text your um, ex-boyfriend, recent ex-boyfriend. What do you mean? What did I text him? Oh, you're like, shoot, I text him so much. I don't know what you're talking about. Which text? No, no, just about the 500 days of summer bit. Oh, okay. Yes, thank you. I ended up texting my ex, not in a drunken, drunken stupor, but in in an earnest, in an earnest, in an earnest sober sober moment. (laughs) I truly realized that when I'm with my best friends, especially because it's a rare occurrence now because we're all over the country, I feel so strongly what I was never sure of with him, and that these are my people. This is where I come from. Given this life, everything also, we got, and then <laughs> also five hundred days of summer. That's the whole Rodney thing. Atkins, and then five hundred yeah, days yeah. of summer. But no, truly, like my friends are my soulmates. That one scene that always circulates every now and then on TikTok from Sex in the City. Oh, Maybe our friends. York. Maybe we're just each other's soulmates, and men are just these fun people to hang out with and have stories about every now and then. And nice companions. Sure, sign me up for that because I am subscribing to that mantra. I feel like my friends are my soulmates, and I texted my ex that, and he thought it was really cute. He loved the message and everything. It was very cordial. Shout out to him. He's a great person. But yeah, it's really true, and I feel it so viscerally when I'm with you guys, how much I love you and how much you love me, and I'm like, wow, this is what love should be. You know what? And that really does show me. This could be a whole other episode, which we should unpack later. You know, that does show me what we should be looking for, potentially, in a partner. How Tell me our... what you're looking for. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Two songs that we kept listening to. Three songs we kept listening to. One, show me what you're looking for. Two, Francesca Botticelli. Is that her last name? Botticelli. Um, Botticelli. What's the other one? Um, okay. Is it the one that's like, our God is No, no, no. Oh, my God, no. Christian and Jason, but not for Not that Christian. one? I told you it was in the John and Kate Plus 8 trailer when they were... <laughs> 
Oh, that, that, that was a reference I did not understand. That went over my um, head. It is um, not show me what I'm looking for. Shoot. We now, were really we on the like, spiritual high of the weekend. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. it goes to show, now that we're doing this little recap, it really did feel like a Christmas movie. That's what it felt like being with Keep you guys. Keep talking, I'm going to think. The whole weekend... It's like when you look for happiness and joy, you will find and recognize more little happiness oh, and joy moments throughout your day. And if you look for moments in your life that feel like a movie, your life will feel like a movie because you'll be recognizing it. You'll be more alert. Sometimes sometimes a movie, it feels like is a movie room because there was one day where me and Abby sat in the house all day and we didn't even go outside on the porch. We and finally, in the basement. finally, when our friend got home, we were like, oh, thank you for rescuing us. We didn't realize we could leave. Anyways, the song is um, It's Your Life. <laughs> That's by Francesca. Yeah, that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's your life. What are you going to do? I know yeah. people are on the edge of their seats. Yeah. What is the song? <laughs> Speaking of music, this is just a fun and flirty episode because we know everyone's just having fun and flirty times all weekend because it's Christmas. So why don't we get into our top things, the year of realizing things, but media, not deep things. Um, our top media. today. Our top media moments of the past year. So let's kick things off with our Spotify Wrapped. What do you, what do you have for us? Top media moments of 2022. I feel like I need some intro music. Oh yeah, sorry. Thank you. Spotify wrapped. My top listened to artists, no surprise here. Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, Morgan. Like the, uh, an announcer, the way you said Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, <laughs> Harry Styles, Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Um, yeah, those were my top three. And that's really who I play on repeat very, very often. I had some really obscure songs, which just shows how much I hyperfixate because at some certain points I will play a song on repeat for 24 hours and then it really skews my data at the end of the year which were some of the songs the songs you didn't expect i don't know i gotta go find my screenshots okay well i was actually telling abby the other day um that i'm not the person to look to at a party i think for music i mean i am it just depends on the crowd you know know your audience i learned this about you i did know your audience which this is really bad for the state of society because a lot of people do ask me to play the music and if and that's like, the no, best no, no, no. if that's the best that people have then we're in dire straits so all of my music every year is not it's not hip to the times i'll say it my top artists were taylor swift john mayer no surprises there maren morris i've had a come to jesus moment at stagecoach um where i didn't like her before and then kenny chesney just because i went to the concert so i hyper fixated on him all summer um for example here's a good example my top song was tip of my tongue, Kenny Chesney. That came out like three years ago. Okay, but that song slaps. So it does. And then I thought you would find this funny. Obviously, my top genres were country and then pop and rock. But my fifth genre, probably because of um, like Yellowstone, Texas country was my fifth. Texas, okay. Yeah, not just regular country, Texas country. I didn't even know they had that classified How on, niche. on Spotify. Yeah, that's great. I feel like um, most of our friend group, all of our genres were contemporary country. And I feel like that fits. That kind yeah, of tracks. In exactly. My what were some of your silly songs? Some of my silly songs. So my top songs, top five. As it was, Harry Styles, Big Black Car by Gregory Allen Isakoff. That's that really sad yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why was I playing that so often that it was my number two you song? Freak. Sunrise by Nora Jones. Okay, Cute. you see, you're old too then. <laughs> yes, but like so obscure. Born to Love You by Lanco and I love Gregory that one. Harry Styles. I was really into that album. Harry Styles. Yeah. 
really into it. Yeah. How it's weird. interesting that Taylor Swift Freak. was like my most listened to artist, yet she isn't on any of my top five songs because of my weird hyperfixations. Like I probably played Big Black Car 24 hours straight and that really skewed it, you know? <laughs> and I'm glad they ended really in going October. Through it one day. <laughs> I'm glad they ended in October because then it would get so skewed by Christmas music or just like holiday, like like Christmas party totally. music. Totally, totally. I have some media moments that are related to film. You know how we love the film industry and we single-handedly support it. Yeah, hit me. Hit me with them. Okay, so obviously the top three when I think about 2022 are Top Gun Maverick, Elvis, and Don't Worry Darling. I feel like those were the obvious standouts that really impacted culture, took over the internet, viral songs, viral videos, clips say something that the people might riot over if I never see Elvis the movie and if I never see it again that's okay there are maybe four scenes that I would love to see again but if I never see the movie as a whole again I'll live you didn't like it as much as I did I thought it was really good but like I don't know I just I don't really like that style I think Um, it was really special that they cast Austin Butler because he obviously has every single woman on the face of the earth around his little finger oh yeah he's he's what I liked about the movie yeah (laughs) he's what I liked about the movie but yeah exactly like people would literally watch it over and over just to watch him shake his little legs and be Elvis yeah so what I actually like what really when I the first things that came to my mind I mean I didn't search it about I didn't think through every single thing I've watched but what actually came to mind was obviously Top Gun I saw it late to the game August maybe you were so and my my I intended to see it when we were in Nashville but we ended up seeing five (laughs) seconds of summer instead (laughs) that was the exact time I bookmarked to go see it but instead we had to go see five five seconds of summer it, my jaw was on the ground and I when I saw it in August I'm so glad I saw it in theaters it changed the trajectory of my life I don't know you know I I've seen it. it I think three times since it came out and I'm really not mad about it and I watched it on the plane one time and man watching Top Gun on a plane elite experience would that dream. that is the movie that I would see again and again yes. something else that stood out to me is that this is us final season slapped was that this year it was this year that was over the summer oh my goodness it feels like forever ago I know it was over the wow. summer and it slapped I laughed I cried I went a few seasons without even watching the show yet I still loved the last like five episodes I thought they were so good it's just such a good show in general like 10 out of 10 if you haven't seen it it's never too late oh also another movie that came out that impacted people less culturally but impacted us a lot was where the crowd ads sing Oh, yeah, it impacted us a lot. Because um, big fans of the book. Big fans of the book. Big we fans just found, of Reese. We just found out someone that we know um, had Tate in love with her in high school. <laughs> that is insane. We yeah. are six degrees of so many celebrities, actually. I said six degrees of Phoebe Bridgers. How? Because, oh, because Daisy Edgar Jones is Paul, whatever his name is, normal people. Paul is engaged to her isn't he oh is he let's just start playing a new game with ourselves where we try to decide what 10 degrees we are or six degrees that's a really convoluted way to get to her but i see it now yeah 
Um, but yes, I loved that more than other people did. Something else, I what I like is that even though we keep getting older, the shows stay the same. Like in Days and Confused, he's like, I keep getting older, but the girls stay the same age. The shows stay the same. And by that, I mean, is every summer there's a show that, but for all intents and purposes, we might be getting too old for, for example, many moons ago, it was Outer Banks. Then it was season two of Outer Banks. This summer, mm-hmm. this summer, I turned pretty. The summer I turned pretty, 100%. It's so crazy how quick the turnover is these days with when things are relevant and when things are not. Because, like, Love is Blind, for example, breaks the internet for, like, three days, maybe five. And then everyone moves on. on, Nobody cares about it. Summer I Turned Pretty may be relevant for, like, a month. You know, like, everyone was super into it. Then it was over. Wednesday, that show, absolutely criminal that it didn't come out in October. Why did Bizarre. they wait? They, they should have waited till next fall, perhaps. No, literally, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but, like, was super relevant, is still kind of relevant, but, like, already phasing out, you know? Like, people die over Jenna Ortega and her little dance, and then people forget about it. It's like, oh, on to the next. It's such a quick cycle. Um... Yes, I couldn't agree more. But the summer I turned pretty, pretty, I adored in every way, shape, and form, especially the story with the mothers. Maybe we want to be them more than we want to be the children. Um, I loved it literally so much. So I'm excited for next summer because now I just associate summers with some 10-episode miniseries that's going to knock our socks off. So I love a 10-episode miniseries. It's perfectly by yeah, size. You, you get through it. They're usually all like an hour-long episode since so well done. Speaking of those kind of shows another thing that's extremely relevant this year and somewhat last year but even more so this year is white lotus a hundred percent um honestly i haven't watched the second season but i know that you have right i have i watched both seasons back to back because i was late to the game and i have a lot of time on my hands now but i didn't know you had seen the first season too yeah i feel like i saw before it like took off i like don't i vaguely remember it i just I it's love like HBO new shows. Maybe we should may have a White Lotus theme vacation. Oh my god! Let's go to all of the places that they film in, and oh, that's really glamorous. Yeah. In the second season, it's at a Four Seasons, and we know the Four Seasons well. And oh, we, we know we know them the way Zach and Cody know the Tipton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something else. Not to be a freak, but if anyone knows my favorite, I had to dig on the internet first of all to find out this was this year. But if anyone knows my favorite <laughs> scary movie franchise is Scream. They came out with one like 10 years later. That came out at the beginning of 2022. And I liked it. <laughs> and you liked it. And a lot of people hated it, including myself. I thought it was trash. A freak. I thought it was absolute trash. But I love the like nostalgia where they have the same actors and it's so many years later and the story goes on. Yeah, yeah, that's why I like it. The, the whatever. I, if you lean into that, like sure. But other than that, it's a no. For okay, me. if our manifestations for October come to fruition for a Halloween costume, we should do Gale Weathers. <laughs> Who is going to be Jerry Moore? Who's going to wear the wig? You, someone's got to do it. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll arm wrestle over that. We'll later. draw straws. <laughs> Well, we'll draw straws. Anyways, any other shows, movies, or anything of the like that you left an impression on your heart? Yes, I have a few shows that are on my list that I really, really do want to watch. Big Little Lies, I've never seen one second of, and I need to watch it because people are constantly telling me that it's fantastic. So that's on my list. And then also on my list that people keep talking about is The Sex Lives of College Girls. Yes, I 100% need to watch that. So those I, are my top two going into next year. And I also need to watch the Everything I Know About Love, but the TV show, it's more like fictionalized. 
Hmm. Because I keep seeing clips for it on TikTok and it looks really good and it has like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. So stunning. I just need to stay relevant and when too many people are talking about a certain thing, I'm like, what am I missing out on? You know, like my FOMO kicks in and I'm like, I need to watch. Also exciting that Emily in Paris season three is coming out soon. I will be watching that as well. Any books that we should gloss over that top, top hits of the year? Tippity, tippity top books of 2022. I'm so glad you asked. asked. You want me to go first or you want to go first? Uh, You can hit it. All right. Okay. So first of all, I ranted and raved in a good way about this book to anyone who would listen. 28 Summers. I was absolutely obsessed with Ellen Hildebrand. Something I think you know how some you have to be in the right frame of mind to read certain books because then they'll hit a lot harder. Yes. This one I couldn't have been in a better frame of mind for some reason. I what still kind of frame of mind do you need to be in? I don't know. Just one that you like really get absorbed in the book. There was nothing particular about my frame of mind. I was not on Nantucket. Like there was nothing. I think I read it on my couch, like then in my bed. There was nothing particular about this. I just really it, it struck a chord with me. Next up. For my top five, A Little Life, um, you've probably seen it on TikTok. It is a very, very heavy book, but it is my top five because of the writing style. I sound like an announcer <laughs> because of the writing style. The writing I style. I think it was so well done, very hard to read, but excellent. This Time Tomorrow gave me About Time vibes. You should read it, Abby. It reminded me of All About of Time. All these ones that you're listing, I'm so surprised I haven't read any of them. <laughs> this, this Time Tomorrow it reminded me of about time about a girl and then some time travel and also her dad. So you'd really like it because you love a father daughter relationship and you oh. like about time. Okay, cute. Will you what talk to me these later? <laughs> yeah. Thank God. My, another one, my dark Vanessa. Really like difficult subject matter, but again, writing style was superb and it made me think really hard about like some different things about. Okay, life. I've been seeing so many things about my dark Vanessa trigger warning. What's like the main issue? The main premise is that when it's when this girl is maybe 30 right now. And when she was in high school, she had oh, a grooming. Yeah, she had an affair with her teacher. But looking back or in the moment, she doesn't see it that way. And even mm-hmm. looking back on it, she doesn't see it as grooming. But as the book progresses, she starts to like realize. Interesting. Um, all interesting. Of that. And the ending was like left the ending was realistic but hopeful so it made me happy okay um, i love a realistic should... ending yeah another sorry what did you say i love a realistic ending oh, yes. I do. realistic but hopeful um yeah. last two which i've beat the dead horse on on this podcast but everything i know about love and most fun we ever had <laughs> i enjoyed those your turn stunning my turn. Okay, luckily I pulled up my list that I sent you of my top books because I read. I'm so close to finishing my list. I I made congratulations. A Thank you so much. If you've been following the podcast for a while, my New Year's resolution, my main one, was I wanted to read 50 books this year. And let me tell you, I am right up into the deadline. Right up until December 31st, I am reading away. I have a few more to reach, but luckily I have so much time on my hands sitting around at my parents' house that I do believe. I will make my goal. So I'm super excited about that. Always fun to accomplish your goals. Um, but my top over the year, my tops are Reckless Girls, which I don't think you've read, Ashley. Yes, I did. I actually really enjoyed it. You had me read it at the beginning of this year, and I liked how fast-paced it was. Yes. The reason I liked it was because it was everything it needed to be for like a suspenseful thriller. And it really took me so vividly into the setting of it, which was like set off the coast of Hawaii like beachy vibes everything was just described so perfectly and it moved along so quickly read it very fast verity obviously everybody loves this this was right when 
Colleen Hoover was like really taking off on TikTok and everyone was obsessed with her books. And I had only read like a couple ones before and I didn't really hit. And then I read Verity and I was like, oh, I see why everyone is freaking out. Like this book is really freaking good. I just reread our favorite one day in December and one of the uh, he's super minor character in it is named Verity. I didn't notice that the first time we read it. Interesting. I didn't know that either. It's been yeah. so long. I need to reread. Yeah. One True Loves by TJR. So good. I love that book. Stunning perfection. I wept. There was multiple parts of this book. I had it had me crying. I need to reread. It helped inspire my breakup. It really did. <laughs> great miller's cursing the ground that <laughs> this book was written on. punching the air right now pounding sand um <laughs> anyways next <laughs> no exit we love no exit. love that book so good stunning thriller if you like creepy crawly scary fast paced very intense so again like good. a movie like a movie script um yes infinitely better than the movie but the movie was still good i guess if you're like into that okay next the great alone this book snuck up on me a lot of i feel like when your friends recommend books you're like okay like i'm gonna love it because my friends loved it and then i started it and it it wasn't really hitting for me and then somewhat some point in the middle i was like wow this is really a gut punch. And then towards the end, I was like, this is one of the best books I've ever read. I know. I loved it. Kind of a slow burn at the beginning, but I got really into that one. Then she was gone. Another thriller. Yeah, that was very, good. very interesting. Lots of twists. And I liked how many characters were at play. And you just really didn't know what was happening until the very end. And you were like, what the actual hell? And then lastly, Love in Other Words. Another stunning. I need to read that. Stunning rom-com, better than Every Summer After. That one blew up all over the internet. Actually, both of them are very book talk books. Very similar storylines, but this one really hit all the right notes for me. And it's if you liked um, The Summer I Turned Pretty, that kind of vibe, you're going to love Love In Other Words. So highly recommend. If you can't tell, all we read are romance, sweet, cutesy, love story books about friendship, life, love, and, you know, romantic desires, and creepy thrillers. Those are our two. Yeah. Those are the genres. And yep. we're fine with it. I love that. Same goes for movies. <laughs> Last, but never least, in fact, most importantly... Some of our favorite uh, podcast episodes that we've done this past year and some of our favorite guests, just like off the top of our head. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. I have I have a couple that I love and I should probably re-listen to some of them. Yes. I've got for you Kelly Lavelli, episode 115. Tell, tell the kids right what Kelly's about. Mouth. Right <laughs> out of my mouth. First, first person that came to mind, Kelly yep. Lavelli. I love when people surprise us. And on this podcast, we try to bring guests that are relevant and also can bring valuable content or at least be super entertaining and in the same vein as us. But it's always hard because this is for people in your 20s. A lot of the times it's people in their late 20s, early 30s kind of age. But to bring like someone who's a mom age on and just have her be so relatable and helpful and funny and chill and so insightful, like it was just so pleasant and I would love to have her back on immediately. Me as well. Kelly, when are you coming back? Another fan favorite of mine is Catherine Elond, episode 101. I thought she was excellent too. Kelly Lavelli Jr. Kelly Lavelli Jr. <laughs> Kelly Lavelli in training. <laughs> Something fun that we seem to forget about is 
a niche, another niche love of ours is Survivor. Oh, yes. And Ashley and I got our first Survivor contestant on the show. And we had him on episode 125, Davey Rickenbacker from the, what was it called? Oh, yeah, sorry. From the David versus Goliath season of Survivor, one of the fan favorites. It was so fun to see, like, the behind the scenes. He spilled the tea. He did not hold back. We learned everything there is to know about being on Survivor, and it was so thrilling. So if you like shows like that, episode 125, go give it a listen. And he let us pick his brain to death. He, he was like, what do you guys want to know? Ask me every single question you possibly have ever had about Survivor. And thank God for that, because we had a lot. Another one that I really appreciated, episode 117 with Lindsay Metzlar from We Met at Acme. Oh, yeah. That was really awesome, because sometimes I bring in a guest, sometimes Ashley brings in a guest. We kind of brief each other on who the person is. So I didn't know as much as Ashley going into this episode. And we talked about dating and it was just very helpful there was all these rules and structures and ways that we should view it in our 20s and I feel like that's another good one that even I need to go back and listen to again now that I'm back in the dating pool back in the ring her her, her DMs are open folks we like to bring we're at a point where we like to bring Adam Brooks on every calendar year so last January we kicked things off with Adam because Adam is like a pseudo uh what professor uncle to us older brother I don't know something something like that um yeah something like that but we adore Adam and I love bringing him back into the ring every now and then I just love people who are so eloquent and well-spoken and can articulate their thoughts so well it's like everything's a soundbite everything you want to write down immediately totally something that I found personally helpful was last week's episode with Heather Hurst about personal style I've honestly been thinking about it a lot and internalizing her tips and I need to re-listen to it even though we just lived it uh, like a week ago I have already caught myself thinking what would Heather say about this what would cake (laughs) mommy say about this purchase and I'm also really trying to add valuable pieces to my wardrobe that I want to keep for a long time because the way I was viewing it and like my shopping addiction and everything, like I was just throwing shopping. money around. No, I like for sure have one. I'm not even gonna lie. I was just like throwing money around for things that I know I was probably only gonna wear for a season or for a year. And now I'm gonna try and slow down with that and be more intentional about getting investment pieces and things that I will want to have for a very long time. So that was actually a really good wake up call for me. A <laughs> slap in the face. Right. Heather came and poured cold water on her sleeping face. Literally, she poured it right on there. Is there, are there any other episodes that stand out to you? Oh, I really enjoyed, it was like back in April, I believe. Having Logan Hill on was really interesting. 100%, I just passed her episode as I'm looking. Logan Hill, April 22nd, episode 102. (laughs) To be exact. Thank you, Peanut Gallery. Anyone else that really stood out to you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not a single person. So all in all, it's been a big year. I hope everyone is enjoying some rest and relaxation, some R&R, as they would call it at summer camp, and really spending some time with your family. If you are interested in reading any of these books that we just recommended, we just gave you a shit ton, so go get at it. A lot of these are really, really good, honestly, especially if you're new to reading, looking to spice things up and get back into it. We got some good ones for you. Thank you so much for listening from the bottom of our hearts. I appreciate every single one of you. If you like this podcast, hell, give the gift of 
sharing something funny content, some relatable content, share it with your friends. Tell them about us. Tell the world. And we'll be so appreciative. And if you want to make someone's day, if you want to just get someone's day off on the right foot and have them thinking about it for the next few days, go ahead, follow us on Instagram, send us a DM about any episodes you've loved or anything like that. And then also follow us on TikTok because that's new and fun. And we just filmed a ton of TikTok content with Vincent and it has us questioning our appearances because the camera and the lighting was so, so high definition. It has us question everything we knew about ourselves, but it's good. Yeah, I kind of wish that we had fixed the <laughs> angle of the camera. I'm not going to lie. But you live and you learn. It was our first time doing it. Now we know. So, yeah, now we know. DMs are open if you have any ideas or suggestions for topics you want us to cover in 2023. Seriously, thank you guys so much for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa to all of you out there. However, New Year's. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's for sure. And we love you so much. 